I'm Mike Palladini from Penelope Bourbon, and you're listening to Whiskey and Rock, baby. Hey, rock and rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. All right, welcome to... I guess installment three of our recap at Kentucky Bourbon Festival. And yep. on this one, we had a chance to hang out with our friends from Penelope, Michael and Danny. Uh, I've known Michael for, gosh, a few years. I was researching a magazine, one of the whiskey magazines, and there was an ad for Penelope. Ended up blindly emailing them. He emailed right back, uh, sent some bottles in. We've remained in contact ever since. And in fact, one time he was coming to town, stopped by my house, <laughs> brought bottles. I'm like, how often does that happen? Which was a really cool time, but... Anytime I see them, I'd love talking to them, and I think you guys will enjoy it. We tried, what, three or four things with them? Yeah, maybe? we had three or four pours with them, mm-hmm. and um, and also, you know, they, they were just purchased by MGP. Yes. And so I was really interested to hear more about what that's going to, how that impacts what they've been doing, because they've done a tremendous job building the Penelope brand over right. the years. And, you know, I was curious to see what new opportunities are on the horizon mm-hmm. based on on that per, on that purchase, and uh yeah, super great guys and a really good conversation, and they're making some amazing good bourbon. Yeah, join us. Woo. All right, so here at the, the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival with, some, with an old friend. Oh, yeah. Old friends from Penelope, so we love what you guys are doing. Thanks, buddy. Right now we're drinking a toaster. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, Danny made it, so I'm going to okay. defer to him. <laughs> Toasted, uh, toasted's our, our blend of whiskey, our straight bourbon, and then we put in new oak barrels. We use different cooperages. Um, we let it sit, usually a finishing process around about three months. Um, depends on the char and toast level. But we actually put the char and toast level right on the bottle so people know what they're drinking. They can kind of see which they like. And that all spawned out of us just not knowing. You know, it was kind of experimenting different char and toast levels. We're like, why don't we... Why don't we release them all and let people decide? And enough of this, the science. It's delicious. It is. That's yeah. what you need to know. It's really good. And I think at MSRPs for around 65 bucks. That's great. So it's a nice, nice price point. It's usually four to six years. So it's been, yeah, it's delicious. Man, seriously, a friend brought a bottle of the toasted to my house nice. the other week, uh, a couple weeks ago. And was just like, dude, this is my new favorite thing right now. You got to try this. And I was like, okay. And so... Like every bar I walk into now, I scope out that if they have that gray label because yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna. It's just solid every time, and I think I've had a couple of the variations now. And oh, it's so good! It's just so good. Let's talk about the Rio. It's a, a kind of a hot new thing. Right? Have you guys tried it before? No. no. Let's go get a pour of it. Yeah, we have it back there. Is the Ambarana hard to work with? Um, not the way we did. Okay. We literally dropped it in there for a week. Here you go. Got one, Daddy. Smells yeah. really good. Wait, is this another? This is the Amberana with honey. Yes. Yeah. He's become a recent Amberana convert. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, some people love it. Some people hate it, man. It's just a, yeah. it's a palate choice. It. I love it too. I think it's good. The, the new Lou Amberana is really good. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, it is really good. It's got. They're like two, two down. I bought a bottle. You bought me a bottle of the barrel bourbon. But I Amberana. love that nose I too. That. I mean, that's just great. That's what I was saying. Like I love the the nose over the palate of Amberana, and that's I think what we. I think what we were able to get on this, Ooh, just sweet and flavorful, and I love yeah. that, man. Is this the first one or the second one? Uh, what is that, second? It tastes like second. 
Yeah. Okay. Is this available now? It should be. Most markets, it should be. I mean, the first and second batch of Rio was just, I mean, it was an R&D experiment, so yeah. it was just, and then we ended up releasing it, so it was just small because it was R&D. Yeah. The first batch took a year and a half to make. Just to figure out how to make it and the filtering process, to feel like how we're going to filter because that honey is like just... So it's just thick. So we kept making small batches of these honey finished bourbons and we just keep kept tweaking each batch and then blending it on top of each other until mm-hmm. we got to the right point. So I was saying before when we did batch two, we could get to the end game a lot quicker because we knew where we had to get to. Yeah. yeah. And it takes a while. The product, you know, it takes if you're gonna make a which we are, we're gonna make a much bigger batch of it. But like to go out of that R and D into like especially with our distribution, I mean you're you know they almost nationwide at this point, you know, minus a few states. So you have to like build up the supply chain and then do it. So we're, I think right now it's planned for February, but it's gonna be like a 4,000 case batch, which is oh, okay. which is a healthy size. Yeah. I mean, every product of ours has always been meant, we want everyone, we don't, we're not in the allocated game, we don't try to be. It was just the sheer nature that this was just an R&D run that we released. <laughs> think about it, like we can't, so we can, in New Jersey, we can't do distillery only releases. There's no gift shops allowed. So everything's gotta go through distribution in the in our state and where we have our DSP so I mean mo- like most of st- I mean there was still even batch one just because again our distribution is pretty wide it, uh, it it will appear to be really limited but it's probably bigger than I mean it was almost 700 cases mm-hmm. so it's still but you know every when you have to spread that across yeah, so much yeah. I mean it really makes it a little bit tougher mm-hmm. uh, every state's getting you know gets yeah. their, 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 their amount you know and that's yeah, kind of yeah. how it works but we got a big batch coming that's the whole idea what is the Rio retail for? What do we retail? Eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah, eighty-five. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so yeah, pretty decent on the yeah. given the time and stuff like that. So, so it's Ambriana and honey. Yes. So it's a double cast finish, honey Ambriana. Oh. So it's first a honey finish, and then it goes into an Ambriana cast yeah. for like a week, not even just to get wow. a little bit of that Ambriana hit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So the Ambriana is quick. I mean, you can't let that sit in the barrel for too long. Um, it's just it's so potent and even a week I mean even on the first one it might have went a little too long but then on the second one we know dial back like things like that but it is a it is a very potent finish for sure mm-hmm. so it's but people like it I mean it's a, a love hate thing with Umbriana yeah. but I think that's like with anything like any any sort of like big cast finish personality like Umbriana is like a big personality if you think about it from a cast perspective you're always going to have mixed reactions to something that's kind of that unique in my opinion yeah so it's fun. I mean, I, I like I said, you love you love it. I love it. But there's other people that have mixed reactions. About yeah, it. sure. So it's just a, just a preference. Like that. So you guys were recently purchased by MGP. Yep. So is that going to free you guys up now to do a lot more of what you're doing? Or yeah, we we knew it was going to be great. I mean, look, we get all of our whiskey from MGP. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it doesn't I mean that's 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 P P zero. I mean, product right. and barrels and ramping up and really trying to build this thing out. They, you know, we, that way, that really from a product perspective, it's like, imagine just, you know, it's like, it's like getting an injection of life in from a product perspective. So all of our products, like you look at Private Select. Private Select was usually like our best barrels for four to five years. Mm-hmm. We just dropped, it's a nine year. Yeah. It's using some of MGP's great stocks. We had that last night, that was fantastic. Rockin', oh, rise, yeah. great product, and it did a great job of the blend. So, hey, price point stays the same, okay. right? Same price point. Then you got, uh, shit, what was the, uh, like, Tokai. Light whiskey. What? Light whiskey. We, yeah, we had a light whiskey release yeah. two years ago. Go to MGP, we're like, oh, we really love to release light whiskey. And they're like, well, how does, like, 
15 years out. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah, cool, let's go. Yeah. So we got dropped, that bomb drop in this fall. Yeah. Uh, Tokai was a six year Tokai, that cast finish we did last year. Now it's a 10 year. Wow. Price stays, like everything. Our barrel strength, you haven't tried that barrel strength batch 16? We're using Lux Row Wheat. Okay. You know, it's part of the family, right? So yeah. I think every product is getting an upgrade across the board. So the economies of scale are just benefiting it is, everybody. We, but board. that was like, you'd be crazy not to like know right. that, like from our side, right? So we're like, it's such a great fit for us. Um, awesome people, great company. We, I mean, we love it. I mean, it's yeah. a really good fit for us. Um, our whole team is there. Like, it's been really nice. Our sales team is all integrated with their sales team. And now we get the, the platform of that distribution arm uh, to really help take it to the next level. So it's it's been a great thing all around. And from us to answer your question, really our side is, yeah, like we, you know, we don't have to do like state registrations anymore and like yeah. compliance and operations and, <laughs> we oh shit, did you run payroll? Yeah. Like, it's more like, no, what are we doing next? What's the, the next product? back office, all that stuff is a ton. And we're, out also, of your we're hair. a small company, man. That should, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's where, that is the part that's backbreaking. Right. For being a, like a small business. Right. Backbreaking is the ops. And then also supply chain and stuff like that. Like, almost was hard for us to take, get away from it. Because you're so you're like it's almost like 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 muscle memory at that point, right? Yeah. But no, that that's gone. Now it's like product innovation. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? How do we ramp it? Product innovation and what's it frees what's you next? guys up to do what you love and what you do best. It's not, yeah. it's like everything that was fun about the business when we first started. Yep, is back. You know if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. it is, and that's why we. I mean, we're excited. Like, I mean, it would never be a scenario where we were just like, all right, we're gone, we're out. No, it's like our baby. You know, yeah. like literally. So we, um, no, it's it's really cool. But I love what the happening with our existing products, just yeah. getting a little, you know, I use this instead. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, it's it's really cool. It's actually like, you've had this the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're holding just out. finding out about this now. <laughs> yeah. But that's the day, you know. Now we're a part of their brand portfolio. Yeah. So it's a great great setup though for, for all everybody. I think so. Yeah. Where in New Jersey are you guys located? Roselle, New Jersey. Okay. So I'm from, I'm from Ocean Township. Okay, yeah, I mean, I live, in Mo- I, mean, I live in Monmouth yeah. County. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. so I'm in Monmouth, and uh, Danny's up in Somerset, but we're from Basking Ridge, went to Ridge High School, okay. our facility's in Roselle right off the parkway. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. so it's really close. It's not bad. We don't, you know, first Jersey company is kind of cool. Yeah, that's very <laughs> Jer- cool. Putting bourbon on the map in Jersey. That's very cool. First distillery? No, or no not no, distillery, no, no. but first. You, you know, it's funny, first? New Jersey's got Laird's. Yeah. So Laird's is the oldest family distillery in the country. Think about it, they, they make Applejack. Yeah. yeah. That's what George Washington drank. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're one of the, I think they are the oldest. So just, you know, it's kind of different. Yeah, it's different being from New Jersey, that's yeah. all. Versus, you know, a lot of the bigger guys here are all from Kentucky or Tennessee and what have you. Yeah, so. totally. That's not, not as much a bourbon mecca. <laughs> no. It's getting there, but it's yeah. not as much. I mean, just, just the way it's changed in the last five years since yeah. we started, it's been unbelievable, you know? The amount of people we've seen that have converted to drinking bourbon in our state. Oh, God, it's crazy. And tequila. I mean, tequila's popular now. Oh, yeah. All right, well, thanks to Michael and Danny for uh, hanging out with us at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. As always, find out more information about those guys at PenelopeBourbon.com. You can find their product on the shelf. I haven't had a thing that I have not liked from them. I love what they're doing. Yeah, everything I've had, and that I think I had the barrel strength not too long ago as well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's a four grain. Yep. I mean, it, this stuff is it's top-notch. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Definitely. In the upcoming weeks, we've got some really fun things we're going to drink and try. We got two new Jacks. We got the new yeah. Jack, uh, Jack Daniels malted whiskey. Is that what it is? Single malt. Single malt. Jack Daniels single malt, and 
the bonded rye. Nice. And we've yeah. got a, a kind of a mailbag overflowing of bottles a right now, don't we? Show. <laughs> yeah, we've got a whistle pig show coming up with a couple brand new whistle pigs. Remus Reserve 7 is coming up. I mean, we've got a lot of things. So definitely come back for that. And we, we may have a special Halloween episode coming up. Yeah. That, which, yeah. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Maybe some candy corn. We'll see. That might be the scariest thing about it. <laughs> come back and join us. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. It doesn't end here. For all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Meadman and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to zoomcorp.com.